Hi, welcome to Tuesday night that's happening on Thursday night chats with Dr. B. Baker, and that would be me, and uh, the Tell It Like It Really Is program. First of all, I want to start out praying. You know, the president called for a national day of prayer. Uh, I mean, uh, the first, let's see, the second Thursday, Tuesday, Thursday in May is the national day of prayer. So, Father, I thank you that we join with all the others that are praying for the nation, that are praying for the people that are um, being affected by the uh, this virus, the SARS virus. We thank you and praise you for unity of our nation. We thank you and praise you for your power and that we can use that power to bind the adversary. And we remember Psalms 91. We remember that you protect us from plagues, you protect us from viruses, you protect us from all. So I release the blood of Jesus over all of you tonight. I release the blood of Jesus over your mind, over your uh, emotions, over everything that's going on. I pray for this nation, that this nation becomes one. I pray for the, uh, the believers, the Christians in this nation. I pray for the non-Christians in this nation. I pray for all of you that God would touch you in a way, that God would touch us in a way that would make us realize who he is and bring us to uh, our knees in a way that will say, Lord, I give up. I trust you in everything. And so I release that to you. I pray for the first responders. I pray for the middle responders. I pray for those on the front lines and those in the middle lines and those that are helping with all of this. We lift up the police people, we lift up the nurses, the doctors, uh, the nurses' aides, all of the people, the psychiatrists, the psychologists, the, uh, the therapists, all of these people that will have a part in this. And I pray for, uh, I pray that as people are coming out of this, that they have something and someone to talk to as they've gone through this dark time. I thank you that we're, um, we're, present for other people in the name of Jesus. Amen. Okay, I'm going to start out tonight with thanking you for you that, um, uh, if you want to look it up, the president uh, did a proclamation and uh, of the prayer, and um, it, it's, it's really good. So, one part of it I looked at and said, hmm, don't know what that means. But I want to talk about our government, and I want to talk about um, a, a lot of things that's going on. I'm looking at some things, and I've been studying uh, our Constitution, and I've been studying the Declaration of Independence, and looking at a whole lot of things. And first of all, I want to repent publicly. I'm always repenting publicly, but here I go, I'm going to do it again. You know, uh, many years ago, in the 90s, I think it was, I, was, I had a television program that was called Tell It Like It Is. And on the Tell It Like It Is program, I told it like it was, like God said it was. And I talked about politics, and I talked about uh, the church and its role in school and, and government and, you know, the media, arts, all of these different things. And uh, they put me off of one program, one station, because as they said, I was too controversial. And I didn't fight it, and I should have. That's number one uh, thing I repent for. Number two um, is the fact that 
I see that the, the, the adversary, for, and when I mention adversary, I'm talking about that that's against God's purpose. What they do is repetition. What we have done in the church or in the Christian community or whatever it is that you want to call it is that we change things constantly. And what, what I mean by that is we preach a sermon or we say something and then the next week or the next couple of weeks or whatever it is, we go to something else, we go to something else, we go to something else. This is the reason that their rhetoric is the same all, all the time. And the rhetoric is in order to control you, to control your mind. If we had have taken it when they first started talking about separation of church and state, if we had have explained this over and over and over to our people, to our children, to all of that, what that really meant, we wouldn't be in the state that we are right now. If we had have taken the things that were said, if we had have been uh, proactive, if we had have um, uh, gone and ran at these things with our voice, I, I heard uh, uh, Mark Hankins say something, and he says, you never run at your enemy with your mouth closed. You always run at your enemy with your mouth open. And what has happened is that we have been pushed back. We have been afraid because we didn't want to offend anybody or any of those things. Where did you get that from? I don't want to offend you. Where did you get that from? There is nothing like that in the Bible. It tells me not to let you offend me. It says, it does say don't don't uh, uh, don't offend the church or don't I mean uh, uh, something anyway. It's saying don't come against Israel, don't come against the church, and don't come against people. But the word of God, if you read the word of God, the word of God offends you. So you know uh, we got this. We start walking around and saying uh, people say, well that offends me. Uh, uh, you know the world said you said Jesus and they said that offends me that offends my that, that offends my ears that offends me and then we say oh I'm sorry I'm sorry you know I just won't mention Jesus to you I mean I've even done it you know way back then uh, I've even done it because I'm saying okay I'm not trying to push anything on you and 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 uh, so what we've done is we've pushed ourselves back in a closet until we are responsible for how people take things and we can't be that way listen to this has COVID's crushed um, I'm gonna read a lot of articles and a lot of things tonight because uh, I think it's important and then you're gonna know where I'm going to be going with the Tuesday night chats another thing that's going to happen I uh, was in the hospital yesterday and the part that I'm gonna tell you about is the other good part I mean I'm out so that's one good part the next, the next good part is this, is that I was talking to a nurse and she was talking about this doctor that committed suicide in New York. She hadn't been depressed, she hadn't been any of that, but she had caught this virus. And she had come out of it, but she, uh, after then, she went into this dark place. And many people that you talk about, you talk to that have gone through this, they go and they get into this dark place. Well, we're going to do something about that. We're going to have it where we have um, uh, three times a week. Uh, I'm going to be doing kind of like counseling sessions with groups of people. I'm going to help people to deal with fear, help them to deal with the fear and anxiety, uh, help them to, to deal with, with coping with how things are and giving them um, 
uh, giving you uh, opportunities and, 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 and ways to, because everything is an opportunity, right? Ways to get out of the depression, oppression, and things of that nature. And then probably on the last uh, uh, day of the week that I do it, um, I'm going to uh, find out what it is, where questions and different things like that. I'll always take questions during these sessions and all. But I believe that there needs to be some group stuff happening that's really just about you. It's not about me preaching to anyone. It's about me helping you to take the Word of God and put it against this and how to fight these mental, emotional, psychological things, these changes that are taking place, and how not to be a victim, but how to be victorious over it, and how to go ahead and be proactive and go after the things and and, and attack them rather than allowing yourself to be attacked. And so we're going to, Crystal's going to set that up, and I don't know if it's going to be something like Facebook Live or um, a, a thing such as this, and I'll be doing it from my office, and so uh, so I'll be in that mode, you know, that professional mode, so that uh, uh, I can do that. I want to give that to people. I, I, I just really feel that, um, you know, um, it's a... It's not a Bible study, but I will use the Bible. I will use the Bible and show you how psychology, how uh, God's psychology works with your body because he's the one that created you and he's the one that knows everything about it. I'm not talking about Christian psychology, whatever that is. I'm not talking about secular psychology, whatever that is. I'm talking about God's psychology and how it is that he works. And I am a PhD in psychology. But everything that I do, I strain it through the Word of God so that it can be uh, active and powerful because God's Word, it, it permeates everything else. And so uh, that's going to be coming up and it's going to be in the daytime, uh, in the morning, so that you can help you to start off your day good. All right. I was reading this article. Has COVID crushed the, uh, the First Amendment? And I'm reading this, and this is, this is in Texas. I have two things to read to you from Texas. A SWAT team with guns drawn raided a peaceful protest at Big Daddy, <laughs> Big Daddy Zans in uh, West Odessa, uh, Texas. The bar owner reopened because he, uh, he says all businesses are essential. Big Daddy's bar in Odessa, Texas was in the spotlight, protesters, uh, protesters railed outside the bar um, in support of the business about an unusual request. The Odessa SWAT team um, and a few members wearing masks and, and, and shotguns. Eight people were arrested. Six of them were felony arrests um, uh, with weapons, license, with licensed weapons. They, already, they, were, they were licensed to carry, right? Philip um, Archibald part of Odessa's Texas protesters stated uh, to the, uh, part of my stuff cut off, okay, uh, uh, stated to the people that were interviewing them uh, to inspire Americans to stand up and support small businesses desperately need, need to be open. Uh, people from all over the county, even, even, uh, even driving from Texas to Dallas. Uh, it's, it's not only this place, okay, now here these people are protesting and he says the protesters showed their support for, for the president for President Trump's merchandise. Governor Newsom was also called a tyrant. California Highway Patrol didn't authorize 
the rally arrest and, and, and all of that, but it's talking about um, Texas isn't the only state where people are fed up with uh, governors and uh, people just doing what they want to do. Even Sacramento had its own rally and around 1,000 people showed up and ones with babies strapped to them, waving flags on Friday. Uh, they protested uh, Governor uh, Gavin Newsom's uh, social distancing orders, the way that he had done it. Okay, I, I believe that we're <laughs> being attacked by an allegory, okay? And you know what that is, it's a small group of people. I don't know, okay, it's a small group of people that want to run things and it's for their benefit. It's not for the benefit of all. They make you seem like it's for the benefit of all, but their purpose is to run your life so that you have nothing to do with it, so that you just follow directions and orders. And I'm gonna read you some things that it, it would sound as if it was in today, but uh, I, I wrote this. I mean, this is my handwriting. I wrote this. This is not a paper that I got from somebody else. I mean, like that. But, okay. Do, uh, my question to you is, do you hear a socialized um, socialization or a socialized government in this? That's the question. And um, now this might offend someone. And if it does, um, you know, just get over yourself because it's really important. You have to listen to the whole thing before you can understand. The reason I said it might offend you because I'm, I'm gonna mention some things. I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna read this about slavery and what happened then, okay? And I'm not doing this to talk about slavery. I'm doing this so that you can hear some things so that it might awaken some things in you because these are some of the things that I believe and I see is happening today. When I was doing my study, this is some of the things that came up. Natural, um, uh, Frederick Douglass uh, wrote this, uh, parts of, of this that I'm reading. Natural and harmonious relationships easily respond in their own uh, rectitude, while all, all such as are false and un unnatural are... Okay. While all such as false and unnatural are conscious of their own weaknesses and they must seek strength from the outside from without Fred, Frederick Douglass Frederick Douglass 6 16 1861 okay <clears throat> you have to i mean please um, bear with me with my speech right now okay uh, slavery of any kind must uh, transform every aspect of the society in which it exists. A new society which supports slavery must be constructed in the place of the old one that was hostile to it. Now just listen to this, okay? And I'm looking at our, our society and I'm looking at what's happening, what Mr. Gates wants to do, what, uh, you know, what, what Bill Gates wants to do with, with um, deciding how school is going to be, with the curriculums, with all of these things and how it's going to be a new look, okay? But just listen to this. Um, okay, um, it, it has to transform it all. The new society which sports, uh, okay. Aspects of the, the society in which it exists, a new society which supports slavery, 
or uh, socialism must be constructed in its place of the old one that was hostile to it. All opposition to slavery or to uh, uh, free people is a threat to the life or way of life, uh, uh, it, uh, uh, way of life to it. It that slavery creates. Slavery in any form requires that not only must uh, not only must liberated people be uh, ostracized for the uh, I mean be obliterated for the slaves, but liberty must be curtailed from from the free people. In other words, it's not good enough just to to get rid of something, just to have socialization or whatever it is, or just to say these people or these people uh, can't do whatever it is. But everybody, everybody, even the free, even liberated people or, or people, all people, whether you believe it or not, all people must be uh, saying the same thing is what they're saying. The free people, just as, just as Southerners, swiftly began to construct a police state and were seeking to export that type of government throughout the whole country. Free speech, free press, protection of mail, protection of unwar uh, unwarranted searches in personal property because all of these became a threat to slavery. Okay? It's all becoming a threat to uh, a free nation. Um, you write a letter that uh, that had any opposition to slavery. Postmasters open mail to keep anything that was in opposition to slavery. If you printed an anti-slavery uh, work, you were uh, you were taking your life in your own hands, and the censoring of mail was taking place and. Uh, and judged whether these were arguments uh, uh, or abortionalist, I mean, abolitionist thoughts. Uh, why had, uh, uh, they even had, they even had the slave patrol, if they showed up at your premises and wanted to search it uh, without, with or without a warrant, you were legally compelled to allow them. Frederick Douglass is such a uh, he says slavery is such a gigantic lie, the most um, stupendous of all lies that it had to uh, to reshape the entire society to protect itself. All free institutions were looked at as being a threat to slavery. Okay, I want to talk about that for a minute. Do you notice that in our society right now? Anything that is a threat, any voice that doesn't, okay, if you don't agree with homosexuality, if you don't agree with lesbianism, if you don't agree with, with uh, people, uh, um, gender uh, confusion, or any of these things, if you don't agree with what's going on, then you're called a hater. Uh, uh, you see, in this, in, this, is, this is something that really happened in slavery, in slavery time, but you're looking at the same thing. In other words, people wanting to, control, wanting to control what you think, what you say, how you say it, and all of this because everything had to be so that it, that it pleased them. In a society uh, such as that, it's a group of people that think they know everything. They think they're wiser than any other people so that they have the right to control you. If they have the right to control you, then they control every aspect of your life. 
this is not what the United States uh, Constitution, this is not what the United States Declaration of Independence, this is not what it is, is not what our amendments, this is none of this. This is not what it says. This is not what we signed up for. This is not what we fought for. This is not, uh, 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 this, is not um, uh, this is not something that we need to allow. You know, and we don't have to. The, um, I'm going to read you some other stuff. Pray for my reading tonight. Okay. <clears throat> Slavery, like any other tyranny, must always expand and take control of everything around it. Okay, look at what socialization, so, uh, uh, people that want um, a socialized nation, that want few people to control. One of the things that happened between the uh, South and the North, and one of the things that happened with slavery was until Abraham Lincoln, oh, was it Lincoln? Yeah, until Abraham Lincoln was elected, Everything was fine. Um, the slave components had won everything. They had won all. They hadn't. They had. They won all of their battles and everything. But what happened is this: the 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 people in the South wanted and loved their antebellum type of a lifestyle, and they needed the slaves in order to do that. Yes, they needed them for the cotton gins. Yes, they needed them for that. But they need to own others. They wanted to be like it was in England. They wanted to have this this. Um, this, this, uh, um, oh, whatever. Anyway, this, this super, um, you know, we're, we're of this class, okay? And uh, in this, everything that they believed, they said their honor was all of it, okay? Their honor was all of it, and they believed in slavery. Now, look at this. When Abraham Lincoln was elected president, he ran on an anti-slavery uh, ballot. This had never happened. <coughs> Excuse me. They had had anti-slavery uh, uh, presidents before, but there was never one that had run on an anti-slavery ballot. When Abraham Lincoln was elected, they started to say, that's not my president. They started to say things like, uh, when, they, when, when they looked at everything, the reason that they were so upset is that when they were, he ran on an anti-slavery uh, 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 platform and he got elected, the thing was is this, this was an affront to them. This was something that says, you dishonored me. What you're saying, when you vote for someone that says they're running for anti-slavery, you're saying that you're good and we're bad. So it, uh, it, was, uh, it was one of these things that it touched their... their um, not their abilities, but what it is that says that you you didn't you disrespected me. In other words, it was a disrespect. It was one of those things that says, okay, if you let this be, you're saying that what we believe is totally wrong, and what uh, that that you're saying that we should not have slaves. And Abraham Lincoln and all said that there is nowhere that God would allow somebody else to be blessed off of some uh, some person's sweat off off of that in other words 
here it is a person that 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 that's uh that's working for you should be should be paid they should be treated like they're human same thing with this here it is people want to take from the wealthy and give it to the poor when the poor don't want to work if the poor doesn't work then why would we take stuff from those that are working and giving it to them it i mean all of these things are are just uh re 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 uh, reruns of what has happened in our world and uh you know i look at it and i'm looking at these things and as i was reading this today uh yesterday today and whatever um the instability led southerners to uh, increasingly create uh police to protect slavery it's just like i read this article where here it is these people are 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 uh sending police there was a a, a church and i think it was missouri and here it was there were 16 people in a church that had 280 some people i mean had 280 some seats and there were 16 people they were social distance and they took them and they arrested them they were talking about they were going to uh you know put fines and things on them everything is anti church all of these places are opening up but here it is do you know that people are getting paid for turning you in many people in the church will turn in other people because they think that they're break that the people that are in those places are breaking the law. I want to let you know, it's not the people in the church that's breaking the law, it's the government that's breaking the law. It's the government that's trying to take your first amendment rights. It's saying, here it is. They have social distancing. Okay, I had to go, I went to a hospital, uh, the hospital yesterday. They had more than one person in that waiting room. They had more than one person sitting outside. They had people out there. And they said social distancing. They, they they didn't have signs sitting up saying this. They had people everywhere, okay? Here it is. You go into a store. I mean, uh you're saying that Lowe's and 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 um and uh Home Depot are places that must be open and 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 grocery stores and all of these things i mean all of that's fine but they're looking at other places too they're opening up uh um you know uh one place is opening up that's a spa all of these different things are opening up but the church is one of the things that's not able to open up there is a problem here there are many suits that people are doing these even if you don't like church even if you don't like people in church even if you don't like whatever it is realize that your rights and your privileges are being taken away i also have this article that i really want to read if i can find it which you know i write all these things and then i have these articles and and this is the first time i'm doing it this way so normally i do everything on my ipad i mean have everything in my ipad anyway it was an article that i had uh sent to me today and it was about these people in texas again texas and they had put out this thing that they were going to vote for anybody but mr trump they didn't say mr trump but they said trump anybody but president trump and i wanted to know why they felt that way oh here it is anybody but trump i want you to listen to this <clears throat> the reporter had interviewed some people at what she identified 
as a very liberal evangelical church. Unlike most churches in Texas, one young congregate said she supported Bernie. Another congregate about my about her age, about my age, said she supported Biden because he liked Obama and was looking for a return to stability. The reporter cited <clears throat> a Pew review that 25 cents of 25% of evangelicals in Texas are Democrats and that it is a growing trend particularly among women who feel President Trump's message does not reflect Christian values. And Mr. Obama's did. Okay. Now this was, this was a part of a worrisome one. <clears throat> the reporter interview, uh, interviewed a young couple, a young woman who had described that for them it was not an easy path but they had been talking with others who had caused them to rethink their core values of traditional marriage and being against abortion. Finally, the reporter interviewed a mature woman who had changed her party affiliation after 2016's election and was actively uh, campaigning for Democrats. She declared that she will vote for any opponent to President Trump. She hoped to find people of faith and character on the left and to break through the myth that Christians are all Republicans. The reporter ended the segment <clears throat> with a statement that if President Trump loses 5% of evangelicals it is, um, it is hope that it will change the course of the election. Well, you know what's happening? If they lose 5% of the normal white evangelicals, then I've noticed that almost 10% of black people came to their senses. So <laughs> it'll make up for it, you know. And you know how black people are when we... When we change our minds and we start to see something and we start to really think about something and try to figure out what has these people done for us? What have these people done? How have they lied? How have they, they, they done what they've done? And so when they do, then they start to spread things like roaches, you know. So that's what we're doing. And I hope that's no insult to anybody. But if it is, I'm black. Whether you, you probably couldn't see that, but I'm black, so I'm, I can do that. Okay, um, I want to. I want to. <laughs> I want to talk about something. You know, here. Here is one of the things. If you read the Bible, and I really want to talk to to Bible literate people. There are there are biblically illiterate people, and what I mean by that, you take the Word of God and you choose what you want to hear, and you only do the parts that God says. I mean, that you want to do that God says to do. An Ill, uh, uh, Ill, that's what illiterate Christians do. What a literate person is, is that they read the word of God and they say, he knows more than I do. He knows more 
in in the in the Bible it talks about abortion. They had abortion. That's uh, uh, way back then. It talked about homosexuality. It talked about lesbianism. It talked about bestiality. It talked about all of those things. Why did he talk about them? Because the people were doing it. Otherwise, he wouldn't have told them it was wrong. They did not understand these things were wrong. But human nature is a nature that all it wants to do is to gratify itself. And in the gratification of that, people were, were doing things that they shouldn't have done. This is the reason I brought, brought up this slavery thing. I'm going to read you some more, and then I'll answer questions if there are some. Oh, uh, I, I spoke to you about free speech and protection against unreasonable search and seizure were a real threat uh, 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 to having uh, slavery uh, curtailed. In his address at Cooper Institute, Abraham Lincoln explained that the only way to satisfy the South was to abandon moral conviction and call slavery good. The only way to please people, and I don't use this left and right or whatever it is, but the only way to please people such as Bernie Sanders, people such as Bill Gates, people such as Mr. Como, people such as all of these different people, that this is what they're saying. Those that want to run the country and run you. You see, what happened is this. The uh, Democratic Party got angry because they lost the election, okay? And so they're saying, I am not playing ball with you anymore. What I'm doing is I'm, I'm, I'm going to, to, to uh, disobey, and I still think that's okay. Do you understand? They think disobeying is, and you can still be patriotic. You can disobey the law, but you can still be patriotic. You can you can uh, uh, stop things from running, but still be patriotic. It's like the things that, and I'm not talking about the persons, I'm talking about what they're doing, like the Nancy Pelosi's, like the uh, uh, Gavin uh, Newsom, and I'm not talking about them, I'm talking about the things that they're doing, okay? Uh, the, uh, what's her name? Uh, Maxine Waters, okay? I'm talking about different people like that and so many. What it is is this, I will destroy the country because I didn't get my way. I'm going to take my ball, I'm going to go home, I'm going to do what it is that I want to do and I'm going to do it my way. Well, this is something that is dangerous. This is something that is dangerous. I don't want this country to be right because as I said in, in the first place, what it wants to do is a small group of people that are to control the country, and it's never for the country's good, it's for their good. This is why uh, the, Gettysburg the Gettysburg Address is a very important document. If I have it here, I'm going to read parts of it to you. It's a short one, and I'm practicing reading, so... You can put up with me, okay? <laughs> okay. This is from July 1st. Uh, um, oh, he was talking about all the people that got hurt. Okay, but um, he says four score and seven years ago. So he was talking about how many, uh, uh, 47 years ago, our fathers. Now look at how short of a... 87 years. Huh? 87. 87 years ago. Thank you. Okay. 87 years ago, our fathers brought forth on this continent a new nation conceived 
okay, conceived in liberty and dedicated to the proposition that all men are created equal. Now, we got a problem. He didn't say that, but you know, you know I have to add, you know I have to put my little emphasis on it. Now we got a problem. We are engaged in a great civil war, testing whether that nation or any nation so conceived and so dedicated can long endure. We are met on a great battlefield of that war. We have come to dedicate a portion of that field as a final resting place for those who here gave their lives that the nation might live. It is altogether fitting and proper that we should do this. But, okay, in a larger sense, we do not dedicate, nor can we consecrate. We cannot hollow this ground. The brave men, living and dead, who struggled here have consecrated it far above our poor power to add or detract. That the world will be, uh, that the world will little note, not long remember what we say here, but it can never forget, but it has forgotten. The world has forgotten what happened. And it wasn't really a fight over slavery. It was a fight. It was a fight over control. It was a fight over somebody has hurt my feelings. It was a fight over that. It's something they have dis, disrespected me. They have said that I'm wrong. It was a. They have dishonored me. That was the thing because the Southerners had this thing for honor. You honor me, and that's probably why a lot of their slaves got beat. You honor me. In other words, you obey me. You see, honor does not mean that you obey and that you agree with me necessarily. Honor means how it is that I, I respect what it is you say, but I respectfully disagree with you. Okay? It's not I'm going to agree to disagree. I just respectfully disagree with you. Okay, what they did here. Uh, it is for us living rather than uh, rather to be dedicated here to the unfinished work uh uh, unfinished work which they who fought here have thus far uh, so nobly advanced. It is rather for us to be here dedicated to the great task remaining before us that from these hollowed de honored dead that we take increased devotion to the cause for which they gave the, uh, the last full measure of devotion that we here highly <clears throat> resolve that these dead shall not have died in vain, that this nation under God shall have a new birth of freedom, and that the government of the people, by the people, and for the people shall not perish from this earth. Here is the problem. And I want to let you know, you know, Christ, sometimes Christians just get out of it. I don't want to deal with this. I don't want to deal with this. <laughs> let me let me help you here. Please, please let me help you. Please let me help you. If we do not do anything, then we are saying that we agree with wrong. You cannot find it in the Bible where we are to sit and just let things happen. 
you look at the values that God had. You look at the values of what people want to bring into the nation, into the schools, into your life. They want to change the whole way. It's another form of slavery. Agree with me. Do it my way or I will crush you. And and if you say anything, you see that it's it's saying you can't say that. It can't say that. This was the same thing that the abolitionists. This was the same way that the, the same thing that they were that uh, the slaveholders were saying. If you disagree with me, you are dishonoring and disrespecting me. That was a form of manipulation. That was the same thing. You're telling me that I'm wrong, uh, that I'm immoral by holding slaves. Yes, I am. Okay, in his second address, I want to, oh no, okay, I want to read this to you. I'm, I'm just into, I, I'm, I'm looking at these things. Actually, actually, this is the address at Cooper Institute that, uh, the, that, that he did. And I'm only going to get down to this part. Okay. You can pull it up online or whatever. Um, the question, the, the question recurs. The question recurs, what will satisfy the Southerners? What will satisfy the Democrats? This was, this, this was a Republican-Democrat fight, okay? What was going to satisfy them? And the black people think that, that uh, 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 the Democrats were for them in the very beginning. They were slaveholders. They didn't want to get, uh, they didn't want to give up their slaves. And they did one thing that uh, a Republican had already uh, uh, put in there. And I'm not, I'm not advocating Republican, de Democrat, Independent, or anything. I'm just talking about morals, and I'm talking about truth. And if we get back to truth, I think one of the things of it is is that the church and we have shied away from going back to the original papers, going back to the original thing. And I, I think that that's foolish. I think that what happens is we stop at a place where someone tells us to stop. Um, there are, are professors, there are, are, are professors that, that, uh, that uh, in universities that say, we're only going to do lectures. You don't have to have a book. I'm the professor, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm good at what I do, and you just take notes, take copious notes, and you'll pass the class. Well, what's happening is that they're feeding their ideas into someone, and they're telling you, you don't need to look at any outside source. You don't look at, need to look at any source. I am your source. Oh my gosh, that's so sad. It makes me want to cry, but I'm not going to do that right now. Okay, the question recurs. What will satisfy them? Simply this. We must not let any, uh, we must not only let them alone, but we must somehow convince them that we do let them alone. Okay, we know, this we know by experience is no easy task. We have been trying to conceive, to convince them from the very beginning of our organization, but with no success. In all our platforms and speeches, we have constantly protested our purpose to let them alone. But this has had no tendency to, con to convince them. Alike unveiling uh, to alike, unavailing to uh, to convince them is the fact that they have never detected a man of us 
in any attempt to disturb them. In other words, I am not trying to run your house. It's like here's the person that says that they're homosexual or they're lesbian or they're, they're uh, 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 whatever it is, but I'm not trying to run your house. I'm not coming in there telling you what you're doing wrong. I'm saying I don't want my tax dollars paying for abortions. I'm saying I don't want my government giving you money for abortions. I'm saying, and, and, and remember, we, we are a government of the people, by the people, and for the people. Well, if I'm the people that's paying taxes, then I do pay taxes. If I'm the people that's paying taxes, I should have some say about what these taxes are being being used for and I don't want to have them. I'm not I'm not interested in paying for somebody's sex and then they get something that they don't want see it's not a thing here's here's the other thing what about teaching if we're talking about teaching sex education what about teaching uh, um, uh, people that what uh, I, I think maybe people don't realize what gets babies because if you teach them what gets babies, then maybe they would be more careful in this. But you see, people don't because they know that they can get an abortion. And this is something that is is lauded. I mean, it's it's clapped upon. It's, it's um, you know, people uh, just say, I've had three. And they just clap for you? What kind of madness is that? Um, these natural <clears throat> and apparently... Adequate means all failing. That uh, What will convince them? This and this only. Now listen to this. Now does this not sound like where we are today? What's going to please these people? What's going to please them uh, uh, about the president? What's going to please them about the morals? What's going to please them about uh, 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 anything? Uh, uh, I mean, what's going to please? What's going to please them? Okay, this and only this: cease to call slavery wrong. Cease to call. Cease to call any of the things that are going on with people wrong. And listen to this now. And join them in calling it right. In other words, I'm supposed to take my morals and put them away and call whatever it is that you're doing that's uh, that they're doing that's right. And this must be done thoroughly, done in acts as well as words. Since uh, silence will not be tolerated, we must place ourselves advily uh, with them, a, a, a voice with them. Senator Douglas' new sedition law must be enacted and enforced, suppressing all declarations that slavery is wrong. See, this is what he wanted, okay? whether made in politics, in uh, presses, in pulpits, or in private. Does this sound familiar to you? We must pull down our free state constitutions. The whole atmosphere must be disinfected from all taint of, a, of opposition to slavery before they will cease to believe that all their troubles proceeded from us. Church is being blamed, we're being blamed, all of these things are happening. This is nothing new. This is some things that they came up against in our, in, in, when, our when our nation was, was first, uh, well, 87 years from our nation. But it was always this. What I'm telling you and what I'm talking to you about is I want to provoke you to think. You don't have to think the way I think. 
But I just want to provoke you to think about these things and to get involved in something. I'm going to constantly, I'm going to push it, whether I'm in church, I'm going to push it on, on, on every media, everything that I can push it on. I'm going to talk about this because I'm not going to let this nation go down because I was silent. It is not going to happen. I am not going to be silent and say it's none of my business. It is my business. I am my brother's keeper. And if I see something that's happening, if I see something that's wrong and I keep my mouth closed, then the Bible tells me that I'm responsible. He says, if you see people going in a wrong direction and you do not warn them, he says that I'm going to hold that on you. This is what he tells Christian people. And he says, but if you give, if you tell them, if you, if you, you blow the horn and you let them know this and they choose to still do what they do, then, uh, it, 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 you, uh, you, your hands are clean from that. I'm, I'm reading, I'm seeing things of, of believers or people that say they're Christians, people that say they love God, people that say this, and what are they doing? They're saying, I will give up this, 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 because I hate this. You can't hate a president. You can't hate a person and, and, and cut off your nose and cut off everybody else and do these things in order to spite these people that lost the election, they got mad. It's like little kids, they got angry, and now I am going to disobey every order, I am going to put everybody under uh, under house arrest, I'm going to do everything that I possibly can in order to make it so that people, that we control the people. The people don't know what they're doing. They don't have the, they don't have the intellect, they don't have the intelligence, they don't have the ability to do this. They need people like us, they need people like Bill Gates, they need people People like like uh, 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 the the Facebook people. They need that. Here it is. If you don't think we're being censored, people are being cut off of Facebook. I don't. I mean, you know, they're being cut off of, uh, uh, of Twitter. Is that what you call it? Twitter. They're being cut off of all these different things. And instead of fighting it, here's what Christians are doing. Instead of fighting it, oh, let's get our own. Let's get our own Facebook. Why? We're supposed to engage. We're supposed to run from. I am running from no fight. I run two fights, and I'm gonna run to the fight with my mouth open. Any questions? Yes. Okay. First question. From what Talk you, loud. From, from what you have said or what you have read, it seems that we as Christians still want to be led by our feelings and self-interest and what is easier or more comfortable. Even from the time of civil war, how do we hold ourselves accountable to seek truth and humility? Okay. One of the things that, that uh, we hold, how we hold ourselves accountable is this is the Bible says to study to show yourself approved. Okay, I'm giving you things. I'm giving you things that you can easily find. Uh, I don't know if you can find these. If you can't find these documents on, on uh, um, um, you, you probably can find these documents. On, on Online, I read from the Gettysburg Address. I read from um, the Second Address. I've read from... Um, See, I, spent, I read from the, the one address that I read from that's very important is the address at Cooper Institute, and that was uh, uh, our President Abraham Lincoln. Well, you ate mine and more, but he did. Uh, at any rate, they can find them on Abraham Lincoln online. 
You can find it on Abraham Lincoln online. You, you can find dot org. You can find all of these things and different uh, uh, things that we'll be bringing up. So number number one is to get yourself equipped with what has happened. Get yourself equipped with with the past. Get yourself equipped with 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 history, true history. Go back to the founding. You can also go to David Barton. Uh, um, I forget the name of it. Just Google David Barton, and you can uh, get it. wall builders. You can also um, uh, you can also get in touch with. Uh, I mean, just start there. And on David Barton's site, he has a lot of other uh, 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 connections. He has a lot of other people that he lists that also uh, do this. But get yourself get yourself educated about it and then you'll be able to walk in and uh, you'll be able to live where it doesn't matter whether people get offended or people get the little feelings hurt or whatever it is what you're doing is you're fighting for lives you're fighting for the freedom of a nation and you're fighting for the freedom of the church you see if the church is bound then the nation is bound and we cannot afford to do that uh, the our, our forefathers, all of them, they got involved in in politics. They got involved in. I mean, uh, uh, David. They, these people were kings. They were everything. They were involved in everything. Uh, the Bible shows that we should be involved in everything. This is the kingdom of God. How are you going to take the kingdom in if you're just stuck in a place? You come to church. One of the reasons that they don't want you to get into get to assemble is because God says do not forget forsake the assembling together and we as believers we're not we're looking and we're saying oh well they say don't do this oh well they say don't do this oh well don't they say do this and this is the thing that happens what's going on is that we're saying well it's just a new way of doing things we can do that too but we don't give up our, our gathering together. We don't give up those things because somebody says you got to give them up. Because the next thing will come. Don't you preach in that name. Don't you speak in that name. Remember in the Bible it said that? If you can, if I can close your doors, I can also close your mouth. Next question. What can we do about people in church being wooed away to the left? <clears throat> Uh, you can you can ask them questions. You can ask them uh, what do they understand about the Bible, because everybody in church is not a believer. The Lord said that there would be a great falling away. Marginal so-called Christians, marginal people, will always live in the flesh. Will always live with their feelings and their emotions, and they're easily persuaded. You know, they're easily swayed. It's just like this couple that uh, it was difficult for them. But here it is, one of the things that they said, that they were convinced now that they shouldn't think about just traditional marriage and um, uh, something else, traditional marriage and something else or whatever it is. Oh, abortions and, and things of that nature, that they, should, that they should think more progressively. Well, if that's progressive thinking and, and uh, if, if that's enlightenment, if that's progressive thinking, then what's happened is that you're saying that the Bible is uh, uh, obsolete because God's God's word is always God's word and it doesn't change. So uh, you you find out what they believe. You let them know that you think that they're they need to look at something. They need to ask themselves what did God say? What did God say? What did God say? And uh, many people are taking the Bible out of the church. <laughs> I don't see any reason for it, but. Any reason for the church then? So maybe that's why we're going to get buildings. So, 
The left makes it sound like it is kindness, and the pulpit says nothing or encourages it. Say it again. Okay. The, the left makes it sound like it is kindness, and the pulpit says nothing or in, nothing says nothing or it encourages it. Either way. Okay. I don't know about whose pulpit you've been listening to because mine is not that. Okay, kindness is is some it, kindness is helping you to be uh, uh, liberated, to walk in freedom, to walk in in uh, knowledge, to to be you and uh, to be to be self-sufficient in a sense. It's to make decisions. It, it uh, 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 kindness and, and all of that is, is to not not be a a uh, a parrot, okay? The kind that's what kindness is, and what is going on from um, the, the this group of people you're talking about, the left or whatever it is. I, I don't I don't like those those terms, but the left is saying that you don't need to do anything, you don't need to think anything. Let us take care of you, and what will happen? You will be taken care of in a in a um, in a very poor manner. You will be taken care of uh, in a manner that if you do this, if you break this rule, this is the same thing. It didn't work in China. It didn't. It's not working in Africa. It okay. Let me let me um, allegory. I mentioned that early, earlier or allegory. Okay, allegory. I'm sorry. Okay, in uh, Russia Federation. Uh, in Ukraine, in Zimbabwe, uh, in uh, the United States, is trying to be, in in um, in all of these places. Uh, some contemporary authors characterize uh, that the United States is an oligarchy. Oligarchy uh, in nature, in nature, where a few people take care of whatever it is. That's not what we have. We have. We have. A democratic republic where people it's of the people for the people and by the people and where uh, uh, people want to uh, want to pay for everything want to have you to do mr. Sanders he's 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 one that that looks at that um, um, uh, the one that gave Bill Gates all this money in order to uh, Warren, Warren Buffett, Warren Buffett does a lot of stuff, but it's still one of these things that the wealthy knows everything and other people don't. So it's still one thing where they, uh, uh, they, uh, people want a small group of people to tell you what it is to do. This is getting closer and closer and closer to the one world order. I was told, uh, I don't know if I mentioned this before, but um, uh, my neighbor uh, is from. Um, Australia, and he informed me that um, I was his wife and I walked together, and he and she informed me that in Australia, if they want to go into a bar, so evidently they're going into bars, but they have to have a chip, and if they don't have a chip, they can't get a drink. So it's to control where you go. I I was listening to some Israeli news today, and I was listening to the poop doctor. That's what he calls himself. And what it is is this. 
your 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 stools every time you flush your toilet it goes into a place well what they do is recycle and i mean what they do is is catch this and whatever well they're um they're examining it to see what areas um uh the viruses and different things are coming from pretty soon it's going to be every toilet okay i mean these are good things they sound like good things but good things in the in the hands of of uh of uh uh uh, people that want to run your life is is not good. What's the next one? What do we need to ask about this term, new normal? Okay. Uh, I'm not having a new normal. I don't believe that God called for a new normal. And, you know, I hear this, I, I hear this, this uh, I'm, I'm one that these uh, cliches or these, these is that what you call them? Uh, it, these cliches and, and words, you see again, this is what, I, oh, thank you, Jesus. This is what I was talking about in the very beginning. They put words out there and they keep feeding them to you. They keep feeding them to you. They keep feeding them to you, just like we're all in this together. No, I, I, I ain't in this with you. You are not in this with me. I mean, people tell me that, uh-uh, I ain't in this with you. No, we ain't in this together, okay? Um, and a new normal number one is this the new normal what they're saying about the new normal is the oligarchy what they're saying is in this new normal we're going to tell you how to protect yourself we're going to tell you what to do and where to go and we're going to tell you that we uh, until you realize that we have a police state yep until you realize that you are, you have no voice any longer. You shut up and you do what it is that's to be done. This is an abusive thing. Even those words are an abuse. You look at the things that are going on. Uh, you look at how governors are taking over. And if the church does not fight back, if the church doesn't fight back where it hurts them with money, with suits and and uh, saying, no, we will not stand for this. It's like grassroots things need to, need to step up. We need to step up and say, I'm not just following your thing here. You got to give me some real statistics and you got to show me why. You have to show me why these can open and we can't. Do you understand? So uh, this is the reason that even with the few people we have, we do communion the way that we do them. And it's for the protection of that. You're telling me that I don't have the brains to protect the people that here it is I, I, I minister with or, or whatever it is. So uh, uh, I, would, I would come against this new normal because this is not going to be my new normal. You know, and, and, and it's, it's, it's groupthink. The new normal is groupthink. So, do we have any more questions? Yes. Oh, wow. <clears throat> I completely agree that we should not be silent. I have been vocal on media supporting the word of God and our president. And shortly after, I have people from Iran and other countries that want, me, want to add me on media. I declined. However, is it something that is of concern or is that just fear trying to set in and... Um, set in and should we be be bold in our responses okay i got stuck on the uh <clears throat> there's people that want to add you why are you on media if you don't want to be added if you're you know i'm on media and anybody can add me they can you know they can do whatever it is i'm not afraid of my voice 
And you have to go into this with no fear, period. If you have something to say, if you really believe in what it is that you say, you will live for it, you'll die for it, you'll do just like our, our, our forefathers did. They invested their finances, they invested their time, they invested their lives. They say, I will live for this or I will die for this. I will fight for this. And this is something that I'm willing to fight for. I'm willing to fight to 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 uh, so that people can be free. So uh, if you have a voice on media and people in other countries or whatever it is that they want, they're desperate too. And your voice may be the only voice that they hear that may give them hope and, and give them ideas and give them a thing. And they have some liber, I mean, they have, maybe your, maybe your voice is the one that gives them hope. Maybe your voice is the one that keeps them from killing themselves. Maybe your voice is the one that lets them think, wow, something good can happen. So what was the other part of that question? Um, I think you pretty much answered Okay, it. I hope I did. Mm -hmm. Was about the people from another country. Yes, she did. Okay. All right. Is that it? That's it so oh. far. Okay. So I want to thank all of you um, for tuning in. Do we have another question? No. Okay. I want to thank all of you for tuning in, but I would like for you to remember what uh, Abraham Lincoln said. Oh, I want to read this final part here. Oh. I just think that nobody's free until everybody's free. And um, I, I, I believe that what we are called to do, here it is, the church, we are called to go into all the world and release the gospel. If we're afraid that somebody is going to mess with us, and oh, we have an article for you to see. Huh? We have an article for you to see once you get a chance. Um, okay, just read it to me. Whatever okay. it is, what is it? The federal government, the federal judge rules. California Governor Gavin Newsom had the right to ban church services. Okay, who who said that? Uh, this is in a uh, newspaper, the Christian yeah. Post. It's on David Biden's website. Okay, that happened Tuesday. Who said it? Let me see it. Okay, give it here. Okay. Okay. Okay, uh, uh, yeah, federal judge rules California, Governor Ga uh, Gavin Newsom had the right, well, we're going to still sue him, because yep. he didn't have a right, this is just, this is just the federal judge, this can go, I mean, this is going further and further, this is probably one of the judges that he has in his pocket, so he can go ahead, I mean, you know, that's, that's, that's it, but it does not matter, he's still going to, he, he's still, if he can open other things, if he can ban other things, he's, uh, 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 he's a, he, it's, it's, um, his policy is bigoted against the church. If other things and other guidelines can be uh, uh, done, and, uh, but church is the only thing that cannot be open, then uh, there's a problem with that. So, uh, no, I'm not accepting it. And, and you shouldn't either. And, and uh, uh, let, let, me, let me end this with something that, uh, pres uh, that President um, Abraham Lincoln wrote. Neither let us be slandered for our duty by false accusations against us, nor frightened from it by menacing, uh, menaces of destruction to the government, nor of dangerous, uh, I mean, dungeons to ourselves, 
let us have faith that right makes might. And in that faith, let us to the end dare to do our duty as we understand it. And this was uh, uh, President Abraham Lincoln. And I speak this to all of us. You know, we don't, we're not frightened. We're not moved out. This is, if, if you, you see, let me tell you the reason that a federal judge that voted, I mean, that, that said something, the reason I'm not afraid of a federal judge, a federal judge does not have the final word. Okay? God has the final word. But also in our system, there are other words. There are other judges. Another judge can overrule this judge. So, you know, what I'm saying is this. If you think that just one voice will, oh, the judge, the judge, the judge, the judge said. No, 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 no. We have to understand. If you look and you understand, if you don't understand the law, then you will never, ever, ever be able to be treated fairly by the law. And this is one of the things that we're going to go into. We're going to uh, make sure, going to make sure that you understand, that you have the abilities to go to places to understand. But, you know, the Supreme Court does not always have the final word. President can uh, uh, can do things and has been done before because I've read about it. Do you understand? I've read where, uh, uh, I don't know if it was Lincoln or whatever president had said, nope, that's not right, that's not right, that's not right. So, in other words, none of this is final. But you see, we have been duped into thinking that what they say is final. No, the way that things were set up, it is not final. The things that Nancy Pelosi says, the things that President Trump says, the things that, that, that the Republicans say, none of these, none of these things, there's always recourse. Do you understand? There is always recourse. So you as a citizen of, of the United States of America, you as a human being, you as one that God has given inalienable rights to, to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, the world, the country didn't give that to you, God gave that to you. Whatever country you're in, wherever you are, God has given this to you and don't you give up. Don't you give up. Do not give up. So that's all I have for to oh one more. <laughs> will this take a uh, reformation? I think they mean. Will this take a national reformation? This is going to take you doing what you need to do and everybody else doing what they need to do. It's going to take people like you and me and whatever. And 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 what makes a national? What makes a national is people. Do you understand? Individual people make a national. You, uh, uh, all of these voices, all of these voices, all of these voices, all of these voices, remembering that this nation was set up to run for the people, by the people, uh, 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 all, all of these things. These people work for us. You got it. We have it backwards. These people work for us. We don't work for them. But if they have you to say it, they tell you what to do. You elected somebody. You put them in office. And then now they're going to tell you what to do. What kind of madness is that? You see, 
What it's going to take him is voting right. What it's going to take him is letting your representative know you work for me. That's what that's what needs to happen. People need to start to calling in to these places saying, "Mr. Newtson, you work for me. I don't work for you." Mr. Newtson, uh, 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 Mr. This, Mrs. This, whatever it is, you don't work for me. I work for you. And when your voices start to go in, and you see, you got to push back, push them back, push them back, way back. You got to push them back until they place to realize that they were elected by you not to control you do you understand to read the constitution to 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 deal with things in this world in this life in this nation the way that they were supposed to uh, reading even reading the california uh, uh declaration even i mean uh whatever it is it may not be declaration whatever it, it uh, uh constitution uh the the california constitution even in reading that they don't have all this power over you that they think they do, okay? And, 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 and he has to give a reason for why he called a national emergency. See, some of these numbers and some of these things, we have the right to say, show me. You know, show me the money. Show me the this. Show me this. And we have been complacent. We have been lazy. We have been, we have, we have been stupid. So let them that have been stupid be stupid no more. Okay, and that's all of us. We have all gotten lazy. We have all gotten this. If this hasn't done anything else except to stir people to righteousness, then then I don't know what has. Uh, I hope I answered that question for that person. Okay. I believe so. Okay. And, and I mean, there was a comment that said he did not shut down the mosque. Just the churches. Oh, he did not set shut down the mosque, just the churches. See, there's that. That's bigoted. So that's going to be fought. He was wrong. We're right. Uh, anyway, uh, if you want to get in touch with us or give an offering, if this has been helpful to you at all to keep us to doing what it is that we do, you can contact us. You can go to our website, www.mteminc.org, and push the donate button, push the question button, push uh, information button, whatever it is that you need or whatever, and go to your uh, uh, nearest bookstore, I mean, go to your uh, Amazon or whatever it is and order this book, Kingdom 101 by Lanzine Letha Lee. And uh, it's a good book. This is my copy that she hasn't signed it yet, so I'm not going to keep it. So at any rate, uh, it, it's a good book. And uh, again, I thank you for um, taking your time and allowing me to come into your home and, and come into your space. And thank you so much for putting up with me with my reading tonight. Uh, you know, I, I, um, uh, and, and, and pulling my words and things together. Thank you for your patience. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your prayers, okay? And again, if we can help you in any way, we're here to do so. And our website again is www.mteminc.org. And you can donate there. Uh, you can get in contact with us there. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And I'll be back on Tuesday. Sunday, Sunday, uh, Sunday Mother's Day, I'll be there at uh, uh, on this thing. <laughs> and, uh, you know, then we'll be back on Tuesday. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye-bye.